Hey everyone, welcome to the For the Win podcast. I'm your host, Hamel Javeri. It is NHL postseason time and I could not be more excited. If you are a regular listener of the podcast, you know that the NHL is my jam. It is my beat. It is a thing that I get very excited about. So today we're going to be talking about the postseason. We're a couple of days into it and already so much has happened. With me today is Mary Clark. She's a writer at The Athletic Philadelphia. And she's formerly of SB Nation, where she's covered hockey there for a long time. So I'm super stoked to have her on. But before we get to the meat of our conversation, I want to take a minute and shout out our sponsors at Buffalo Wild Wings, who are the masters of sauce. There's a new boss in town at Buffalo Wild Wings, and he deals in bacon. It's the Bacon Boss Burger, featuring bacon three different ways in a blanket of white cheese sauce. And he's joined by other new favorites like the smothered cheese steak quesadilla, sweet chili shrimp, and Alaska Cod Classic. All pair perfectly with a Sam 76, a fruity ale with a crisp finish of a lager. So hurry in today and try them all before they're gone at Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. It's all available for a limited time while supplies last. And remember, always, please drink responsibly. All right, everybody, please welcome Mary Clark from The Athletic in Philadelphia and formerly of SB Nation. Mary, thanks so much for taking the time to talk to us. Yeah, no problem. It's a, it's a pleasure as always. So we've got a lot to cover, so I'll just jump right into it. Um, before we talk about everything that happened last night, which I know is a lot, let's talk a little bit about the most compelling matchups in, in the playoffs. Yeah, personally, I think it's Vegas. Uh, Vegas, uh, Vegas, LA, for sure. I mean, uh, for Vegas to come out, Oh, and have the season they have in their first year. I mean, that's incredible. Um, and they've already they've already at least got one game down at home. And uh, yeah, I for me that's personally the most compelling because the city of Vegas is their story is so compelling to me, and they could potentially win a playoff series in their in their first year's team. So I think that's that's the most interesting to me and the one that I think I'll have the most fun watching because the city of Vegas is just so fun and the team is fun like they, they just seem to play that they have like nothing to lose and I mean the Kings are playoff veterans and they've won cups recently so I'd, I personally think that's one of the most compelling ones are you surprised that they defeated the Kings in the first game I'm not surprised actually I well I guess we'll talk about this later when we talk about predictions but I have them going going through to the second round and beating them because I think that their their hype train is just gonna will almost will them to the next round basically if not their skill on the ice so I'm not surprised they they have an incredible record at home so I I really wasn't um shocked at all to see them beat the Kings in in game one and in Vegas and the, the pregame stuff was cool. Like I'm, I'm not surprised at all to see them come out that way. I, I'll be honest. It, this has been kind of the mystery of the entire hockey season is trying to pinpoint what their success has been. Obviously, they went through some early season goalie drama, but Flurry seems like he's as locked in as Flurry can get. Um, yeah. And that has been a huge help. And they've had a lot of offensive, you know, strength as well. But there's still no way to pinpoint why they have been so good. Yeah, it's it. It almost feels like not like a flash in the pan, but like this is like a one in a million thing that's happened. Nobody at all predicted them to make the playoffs and have this incredible season. And it just seems like almost that people counted them out from the beginning, and they just play with nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, also, that like they've got some really good players on their hands. And I mean, Mark Andre Fleury. 
um, has really, really been almost the backbone of the team. I mean, sure, there was he was injured for a good portion of the season, but like, it, it it's such an interesting thing to see, and it makes me wonder what's going to happen for Seattle in a few years down the line. Like, how are they going to have to deal with it? But uh, it's it's really something to see Vegas come out of the gate so quick and so hot when myself like and many others. Um, thought they weren't going to be nearly this good. Yeah, it's been so much fun to watch. I would say one of my top matchups, uh, aside from the Capitals, um, <laughs> which is not turning out, I don't know, I, I should have expected that that they would <laughs> choke. Who knows? Uh, I would say Philadelphia-Pittsburgh is pretty high on my list just because they have this intense rivalry. But that first game was uh, disappointing. It was a blowout. Yeah, it was it was very disappointing. I mean, I cover the Flyers with the Athletics, so um, it is obviously disappointing to see uh, them go down like that in the first game. Not to say I was surprised at that one either. I mean, yeah, it's surprising to see them get blown out, but I'll, I think I read a stat somewhere that the Flyers in their in their series against the Penguins this year have allowed at least five goals against in every game they played, and I think they played four this year. So looking at least the recent history, I mean, I know it doesn't always translate to the playoffs because the playoffs are a different animal, but the Penguins have owned the Flyers this year and they just seem to be in like a different class than the Flyers do in terms of talent, in terms of coaching and systems. I mean, the Penguins won the last two Stanley Cups. Their system works like they've got it refined to a T and the Flyers almost backed into the playoffs. They got into the playoffs in the last game of their regular season, thanks to Giroux's hat trick. So it, it's it's like a combination of factors I think is causing this lopsided matchup. But personally, I think that they're like not too different in terms of like overall. Like games could go potentially either way. But it it, it almost feels like at this point the Flyers have a lot of soul searching to do, and I don't think they'll get blown out again. I think that that first game is really going to be a wake up call for them. I think they're going to fight harder and. I personally have them taking one game in the series, but I don't see it lasting very long. So you didn't have them going past the first round? No, uh, the Penguins have been a thorn in their side all season, and it's and I don't think that they have enough. They'll have to overcome a lot to to defeat the Penguins. I mean, sure, would it be would it be cool and be a great story? Sure, the Flyers and the Penguins are a great rivalry, and them taking out the the two time defending Stanley Cup champions would be an incredible thing to see, but. I just don't don't see it happening in the way the teams are currently playing. Yeah, and Pittsburgh would have to have a little bit of a meltdown as well for yeah. for that to happen. And you can always you can never count them out. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Crosby came in with a hat trick, and it is a little I don't want to say disappointing, but Claude Giroux is having an incredible season. You said a hundred points and a hat trick mm-hmm. in the last regular season game, so it's you know it's a little bit disappointing to to see that this was their first uh, their first postseason yeah. game went like that. Yeah, I mean, it is disappointing, but it is also just one game. I mean, one game is one game. If the Flyers come out on, on Friday night and uh, and take the take the victory, then it's tied 1-1 going back to Philadelphia. I, who knows what will happen, but, I mean, that's the that's the, that could happen. So, it, it, it who knows? The I just don't think the Flyers are going to get beat down again like that. Like, I think that that one game was enough of a wake-up call, and I think that their, their leaders and stuff, they'll – They'll figure it out and they'll at least fight back. They'll at least score a goal, I'd like to think. That, that should happen, I think. <laughs> yeah, so. the, we, we've set the bar really low. Please just yeah, score. No, but... <laughs> 
no, you've got to trust them. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, All right. So let's talk about last night because last night felt pretty eventful. I was at the Caps game, but I was kind of keeping an eye on everything else. And uh, um, before we get into the Caps doing what the Caps do, which is uh, kind of choke, they were leading in the first period, um, down in the second, and then lost in OT. Um, that all seems very Caps-esque, but the thing that really captured everybody's attention yesterday was the Nazim Kadri hit on Tommy Wingles. It felt like mm-hmm. last night there, there was like possibly three different hits that player safety is going to take a look at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the hit was bad. It was bad. And he obviously deserved to get, to get a five and five in a game, I think is what he got mm-hmm. um, for that. So it, it was bad. And there were definitely instances, um, where the player safety should look at during the game. I, the NHL is in their player safeties that spin the wheel of, of justice basically to see, to see what's going to happen. So it's, it's hard to predict what he's going to get. He should at least get a game. He should probably get two, honestly. Um, but it's, it's hard to say that it definitely just in the regular season, it's, it's hard to predict that. Yeah, it definitely looked worse than the Drew Doughty hit, and mm-hmm. he got a game. So it felt like they were. It felt like with the Doughty suspension, player safety had kind of sent a message that we're we're not afraid to to suspend players for playoff games. Uh, mm-hmm. And then last night you saw Anderson, Tom Wilson. I think is is might also be looking at a suspension from the Capitals. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, the Kadri hit. So that's three different ones. And it's a little, I'm kind of honestly surprised that we saw that. I talked to Tom Wilson in the scrum yesterday and he kind of admitted that he took, you know, he said what players always say, which is that uh, he was just following through on his check. But he did seem to think, he did seem to realize that it was a, a bad hit that he made, not because it might have injured somebody else, but because they were up and he didn't need to be making those hits. Yeah, yeah. And, the players are so it's yeah it's you're right it's so hard to predict like what the NHL is going to do and they set that precedent with Drew Doughty but then again like they set precedent in the regular season and then it it seems to vary from player to player and situation to situation with history and whatnot so yeah I wouldn't be surprised if if Kadri got at least a game or two and Wilson didn't get anything just because or maybe even a fine just just because um it's it's hard to say like it but I wish they were more consistent about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely Kadri's was the worst out of what we, what we have seen so far. Cause he went after an unprotected player and yeah, it was bad. It wasn't, it wasn't a good hit and he should definitely should get at least a game if not two. Yeah. And you know, he's got a reputation for that. So yeah, that's yeah. going to factor in as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other part, so moving on from that, um, I had wanted to ask you if you thought Caps pens in the second round was inevitable, but now I'm I'm worried about the Capitals in the first <laughs> round getting past Columbus. Yeah, Columbus is a is a sneaky team for the Capitals. I mean, uh, the the Capitals haven't had good goaltending this year. It seems like so it's they're not their biggest strength, but like goaltending can be like the thing that you need to hang mm-hmm. on to in the playoffs in order to survive. Um, I mean, Grubauer has done a good job. It's just, it's, it's weird not seeing Holt be around and, and whatnot. And, um, you know, I, the, the blue jackets are a sneaky matchup. I think for them, I think Bobrovsky is a good goaltender, a really good goaltender. Uh, they've got some really good weapons on offense. I mean, they have our Panarin. 
you know, the Blackhawks are probably like shaking their heads. Why did they make that deal? Yeah, that sounds uh, in in hindsight, that's a terrible, terrible deal. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't a fan of the deal at first because I, you know, I mean, Panarin won the Calder Trophy. Why are you giving up the Calder Trophy guy? Um, so yeah, that's it's that was such a strange deal. But um, yeah, it's it's a tough matchup. I mean, I, we'll see what they're made of. Uh, this year, the pressure is off them. That's why mm-hmm. that's that's why I think if if there was going to be a year for them to make a run, it'd be this year because last year everybody everybody said that that was their year. They were the best they were going to be. I mean, even I said it. They were the best they were going to be. It seems like, but now this year, like they stripped away part of their team. So like it it. If it was going to be any year, it could be this year because nobody's really looking at them. They're looking at the the Pittsburghs of the of the playoffs and the Nashvilles and the Winnipegs and stuff like that and Vegas too. So it 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 could happen. And again, it's only one game. I guess we'll have to see what happens. I mean, I still think that the matchup between the Penguins and the Capitals is inevitable because, you know, I think I think it'd be neat to see that again and see what see what the Capitals do against the the Penguins who have won back to back Stanley Cups and they they don't have really pressure on them. Will they will they choke? Will they rise above it? it I want it to happen. I think it'd be a great second round matchup. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great second round matchup. I again, there's always the inconsistency in how the teams play. You know, mm-hmm. it's you're you're dealing with a Pittsburgh team that really is locked in. They have a system that works. Two time, you know, back to back Stanley Cup champions. Uh, very, and it doesn't seem like much has has changed with their team. So they're kind and of. And if on, anything, they've only added. Yes, I mean they got Broussard. So yeah, they got Broussard at the trade deadline. So yeah, I mean if anything, they really have only added. I mean they lost some pieces. Uh, like Matt Cullen and stuff and Nick Benino in the in the off season, but they've also added. Um, so it's 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 tough. It really is tough to face a Penguins team that seems to be getting better every mm-hmm. year almost. Yeah, I mean we're not talking predictions yet, but I do think the Caps are going to be able to pull out a win against the Blue Jackets. Uh, mm-hmm. Last night was very much just what the Caps do: is they go up early, then they make bad mistakes, and they mm-hmm. end up losing in overtime, which is just a pattern that is repeated over and over again. Um, mm-hmm. Which which might happen again and. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I think for for the sake of Capitals fans, we might want to spare them a second round at Pittsburgh <laughs> matchup. But who knows? Um, mm-hmm. So what are some of the more the other compelling storylines happening? Those are kind of we've hit kind of the big ones. Um, Taylor Hall is somebody that I don't think is being talked about enough just because, you know, he's playing in, in New Jersey. But it's been really mm-hmm. a great season for him. Yeah, and it's funny because he's like almost he's like the one man show there mm-hmm. in New Jersey. He's doing it all, and that's and that's why he's in such a big consideration for the heart. And yeah, it, the heart trophy consider uh, the the heart trophy debate is really interesting to me. Um, I, I definitely think Taylor Hall should should at least be in the nominees for it for sure because he's he's almost carried the the New Jersey Devils to where they are. Um, and uh, he had like, he had like their goal last night and he's been great. Mm-hmm. It, and it's been such a turnaround for him coming out of, coming out of that trade and whatnot. So it, it's been a really interesting season for, for him. And I really think that he should get heart trophy, um, like heart trophy accolades for it. I mean, it, it's, it's hard to say if, if he should win it because this year it seems to be that there's so many people so close together. Mm-hmm. Usually in one in a season there's always one standout person, Connor McDavid basically. I mean this year you can make a make a case for Connor McDavid, but it also is do you put the playoffs into consideration too. So it, there's a lot of factors in it this year and people like even Claude Giroux, he got a his he has a 100 point season this year after after um 
turning 30 and after the season he had last year was one of his worst. Um, so it's the, the field this year seems to be, you could pick any three guys and the three guys you pick could be different from somebody else's three guys basically. But I think Taylor Hall should at least be in the consideration because he's done such a good job bringing New Jersey to where they are now. Yeah. And he's really grown and matured as a player as Mm -hmm. well. I mean, this is, I find it hard to believe it's almost like his ninth year in the league. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. I think he's so young, but he's actually considered an NHL veteran. Yeah. By, I, by their standards. Yeah. And he's just been, you know, I mean, we talk a lot about Edmonton. He's just been languishing out there. So it it is really nice to see him have uh, a chance in the postseason, regardless of how the regardless of how New Jersey's, you know, how mm-hmm. that turns out. Um, And uh, what about the inevitability of like the Nashville pre- Penguins? Uh, matchup is that something that you have thought about i have thought about it i i uh, nashville just is so good Mm -hmm. Uh, they 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 just seem to have everything working i mean pecorino's done a really good job this year they've added they have more depth off up front offensively this year i mean last year they had had some injuries in the playoffs so then when they faced the penguins in the stanley cup final they weren't as um prepared offensively they had they had some guys missing so i I mean, it's still early in the playoffs, so you never know what could happen. But I think it's a possi- it's a real possibility to see to see a rematch again. And I mean, Nashville's just such a good hockey market too. Their chance after after goals are just so good. Like, I think it'd be good for hockey to see them again in the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, one of the best parts of it was being exposed to the Nashville fan base, which mm-hmm. I think really pulled in a lot of people that might not really care about hockey. Like it was. Yeah, just and they've a- also got the they've also got the star power thing going for them. They yes. have some. Of the, they have the carry on. Underwood thing and and all that and all the country stars and whatnot. So it's 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 a unique thing for hockey because even places like L.A. and New York can pull in like celebrity talent, but they're not like this feels new. So last year it was really fun to see. So I think it'll if the Predators get back to the Stanley Cup final again this year, I think it'll really be a benefit to the to the NHL as a whole. Yeah, and they've got PK Subban. You know, there is yeah. not more fun guy in hockey to, to to watch as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, exactly. I mean, PK Subban is a riot, and he's great. And it'd be great to see him in the in the Stanley Cup final again against Sidney Crosby. That'd be that'd be really neat to see if there's a another debacle like there was last year with the with the mouthwash stuff. So yes. that was that was fun. I really enjoyed that. That added a bit of character to the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. So. It's so funny. I think of Crosby and Subban as like the odd couple and two guys that probably, you know, we watch them at all-star games and they seem to get along fine, you know, and I, yeah. and I like this gamesmanship um, as the playoffs get going. Uh, wait, before I circle, I want to circle back to uh, Patrick Line out West. Winnipeg is a team that I honestly have not thought a lot about um, or paid much attention to just because geographically they're, they're so isolated, but they're having an incredible run as well. And that, yeah, they are. And uh, I really think that they could potentially be the ones to test the Nashville Predators. I mean, I think that if anything, they'll face them in the second round. Uh, so that'll be, I think, a big test. And if that happens, it'd be the matchup really to look at one of the matchups to look at in the second round. I mean, if everything goes like as predicted, I mean, potentially you could have Washington, Pittsburgh and uh, Nashville, Winnipeg. But yeah, Winnipeg's been great. And I mean, Patrick Laine's done done really well for himself. I mean, the offense there is great. And it seems once they found goaltending mm-hmm. up there, um, things really started to click. I mean, I know the Steve Mason experiment really didn't work out. Uh, but once they really found their goaltending, it's worked. I mean, unfortunately, Patrick Laine's beard leaves a lot to be desired. But Patrick Laine's and, and his beard and his hair. <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> 
just shave off the beard. It really doesn't work. He, but other I than that. He's great. No, he's great. And he's been offensively so fun to watch. He's only yeah. 19, so it's only going to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, but he definitely has like that Metallica metalhead haircut and beard. So I, I understand the aesthetic that he's going for. Yeah. <laughs> and it works. I get for him. it. But he'll probably look back on this and be like, what was I doing? Exactly. All <laughs> right. Uh, let's end with official predictions. Um, who, who do you think is going to face off in the final? Well, I put in my Stanley Cup bracket on NHL.com, uh, I have the Predators making it, and I actually have the Boston Bruins making it. I think mm. I think that the Penguins will get past the first round and get past the Capitals in the second round, but I have them falling to Boston in the third round. Um, why? I, I I don't know. I... We all talked. We talked about the Penguins earlier being the best they've ever been, but there's also glaring weaknesses they have. Um, I mean, Matt Murray hasn't been really good this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, the playoffs are a different animal, and Matt Murray seems to step up in the playoffs every every single year now. But uh, he hasn't really shown like he can be like he can. I don't know. He he hasn't really like he hasn't really been on his game this year. So yeah, it, he hasn't. That's, the spark that he had last year seems to be missing. You know, last year yeah. it felt like like he was going to make every single save. And this year he seems a little bit shakier. Yeah, and it's – yeah, exactly. So um, I can see that. And the Penguins' defense, I mean, last year they, they didn't have Chris Letang and they were still able to roll to another Stanley Cup win even without it. But I really think that the, as, the, as the playoffs go on, it's going to start to deteriorate a little bit for them. I mean, mm-hmm. they look so good against the Flyers, but they've had the Flyers number all year. Um, and I picked Boston, I mean, even over Tampa Bay, just because of the whole, like, not recency bias type thing, but Boston has been so good recently, and they continue to keep rolling. So I really I really think that Boston could potentially make the uh, the Stanley Cup final with that line, that top line that they have. Mm-hmm. It's so, so good. I don't think any line, top line, even on, uh, even on Pittsburgh, can match them. They're just so good. So I really think with that and to grass playing well, like, I, I think... I think that they could at least potentially beat uh, Pittsburgh in the in the conference final and get to the and get to the Stanley Cup final. Oh yeah, that's a great uh, great prediction. I mean, it's also different. I I wanted to you know yeah. not just put. I mean, Pittsburgh would be great there too to see see a rematch. But you know, I didn't want to be like I didn't want to be you know picking the same thing everybody else is picking. So yeah. I think there's a bit of logic behind picking yeah. Boston to get in there. So. Yeah, I like it. I mean, especially I saw after what I saw yesterday, it, it felt um felt like there's a lot of uh, emotion that they seem to be playing with and sometimes Mm -hmm. in the Stanley Cup playoffs that's what you need Uh, um I love Tampa Bay I have uh you know I picked Tampa Bay and and Pittsburgh again um Mm -hmm. and I feel like it's going to be inevitable to see a Pittsburgh Nashville matchup but that's just a defeatist in me I've I've, in DC covered the Capitals for as long as I have (laughs) um yeah, but, but I mean, who knows? It's, yeah. it's the playoffs, so you never know. I mean, as a as a Philadelphia fan, I didn't think that the Eagles would win the Super Bowl, and hey, look what happened. So, <laughs> you know, you know, sports, anything can happen. So if I feel like, if anything, this could be the year for the Capitals because the pressure seems to be off, and it seems that, like, if if they can get past like the nuisance that is the just... Columbus Blue Jackets, I think that there's a chance that sure the Penguins are on a roll, but like they could be the, like spoiler. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe it's the optimist in me. I mean, you've watched more Capital games. I than just I have, but it, it it just seems that the Caps seem to lack an ability, and I hate to say this because I am in no way um, 
you know, want to hate on Alex Ovechkin, but there is mm-hmm. some truth to the fact that when it comes to playoffs, he is uh, not able to really step up when it's mm-hmm. needed. Like, I don't want to sound like Derby Roenick when I say this or Mike <laughs> Milbury, but uh, there is like, there's just the stats will back up that Crosby is able to produce in the playoffs and Ovechkin has trouble with that. So mm-hmm. when I look at that, there seems to be a little bit lacking. Um, no, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You're right. There, there is cause for concern too. So yeah. it, it's going to be tough. And I, but I really hope that the matchup happens just so we can see it again. Yes. It's a great matchup. It and is. and I don't know. Playoff hockey is the best form of <laughs> hockey. So even just seeing it again would be cool. Uh, but it does kind of feel like almost Pittsburgh is just going to roll on through almost to the Stanley Cup final. But who knows? Who Did knows? I? I think I interrupted you before I got to before you talked about what you had in the Western Conference. Uh, Oh no, I had Nashville again. Okay. I mean, I have I have um, Vegas making it making it to the second round just because mm-hmm. I, I really think that I with agree. all the with all the surprises that they've had, I think that the Kings are a, a, a not an easy matchup for them, but a but a good matchup for them, and I really think that they'll be able to make it out of the first round. Because why not? Like they've surprised us all year. Why not make it make I, it out of make it out of the first round? I honestly agree with you. I think that the way they're playing and they're playing with something that. You know, it's one of the I God, I sound like a stereotypical hockey person, but in, intangibles, right? It, there yeah. really is something intangible about their game that that keeps pushing them forward to win. Yeah. And uh, I think that's definitely enough to get them past the Kings. Mm-hmm. So, I I mean, I have in the conference final, I've got uh, Nashville and San Jose. Um, so but it, it's it's going to be an interesting matchup. I really think that in the second rounds that if Nashville and Winnipeg both make it out of the first round, I think that could be another big matchup to look at because I think that they're the two best teams in the West. Uh, so seeing one of them go down in the second round is going to be interesting. So it'll be a test. It'll be a test for Nashville. I don't think that they're going to roll right through. Yeah. But um, I have Nashville coming back and uh-huh. in, in the Stanley Cup final. Nice. So yeah, I, I've got Pittsburgh and Nashville as well because time is a flat circle. So so why change? Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. This has been super exciting, um, and I'm so excited for the postseason. Yeah, playoff hockey's great, and I, and I love watching it. Awesome. Well, hopefully we'll have you back soon. Thank you guys very much for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye.